Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy, and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show. The show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. Hello, so in this, the final episode on my series on narcissism, I'm going to talk about um, the the causes of narcissism, how to manage a narcissist if you choose to or have to engage in a relationship with one, and whether narcissists can change. So why is a narcissist a narcissist? Is it genetic, environmental or parenting that causes someone to grow up with narcissistic traits and possible narcissistic personality disorder. Just to make it clear, not everyone that has narcissistic tendencies is a narcissist. We all have some traits of narcissism, and as I mentioned in my first episode on the subject, it's very much on a spectrum. I remember when I was first chosen to compete for Great Britain as a sprinter. I would turn up at the training ground in my GP kit, uh, thinking I was indeed the dog's kahunas parading myself around, wanting everyone to see me and hopefully comment on my amazing achievement. Did this make me a narcissist? Uh, As I did have an overinflated sense of self based on my achievements. But as someone who craved attention, validation and love, this was my way of seeking out in order to feel better. And in this is uh, maybe the fact of what narcissism is actually based in. But I don't believe I was being a narcissist, just reaching out to be seen. But I would say that I was being overindulgent, uh, and that is a narcissistic type of trait. And like a narcissist, I wasn't setting out to make anyone feel bad, less than me, or cause them any damage. If my view of myself were to be challenged, I would just sink back into my insecurity and not lash out with resentment or aggression, be it in an overt or covert type of way to redress the balance. And it would quickly be replaced with a sense of ordinary or less than when I was competing against Olympians and world champions. So what's the psychology of narcissism? The environment that we grow up in will determine whether you have narcissistic tendencies or not. If you're placed on a pedestal as a child or you were overly controlled, this will determine if you develop a grandiose or vulnerable type of personality. We can't determine if a child is narcissistic or not, as nearly every child will be selfish and self-focused, trying to get their needs and wants met at all times. It is part of human development. It can be seen that in cultures that promote and value individuality and self-promotion, rather than a sense of community, there is a larger number of narcissists. Although self-promotion isn't something that we shouldn't do, We just need to look at it in a way of boosting self-esteem, not a narcissistic self. Remember the clear distinction between self-esteem and narcissism uh, from the previous episode. This study that determined uh, these outcomes was carried out on participants who grew up in West and East Germany. Uh, One an individualistic culture in the West and one more collectivist in the East. Those in West Germany had higher rates of narcissism and lower self-esteem. 
negative or adverse child experiences such as abandonment, abuse, neglect, rejection, lack of affection, bullying and criticism by parents can contribute to a narcissistic adult. On the opposite side, too much praise, no consequences for bad behaviour, being overly protected and a lack of boundaries can lead to a child thinking that they have complete control over their environment. They are a centre of their world and are not made to consider others. In general, we can see these parenting factors contribute to higher levels of narcissistic adults. And on the whole, the evidence points to narcissists being made and not born. It is okay to tell a child how amazing they are as we want them to grow up believing in themselves with self-confidence and high self-worth. But going too far can have extreme consequences and is detrimental to a balanced development, such as leading to a superiority complex, laying the ground rules for a perfect narcissist. Does a narcissistic parent create a narcissistic child? Yes and no. A narcissistic parent sees their children as a possession and treats them accordingly. This lack of empathy can indeed influence a child to show no empathy too, but can also make the child hypervigilant to the feelings of others and they turn out to be an empath, which uh, has its own measure of issues at times as well. Whatever way they are treated, they ultimately grow up with immense insecurities and would do anything to avoid these being triggered. The evidence on genes playing a part isn't particularly clear, and if there is a connection, then at this time of recording, no one has discovered which genes are responsible. One study on twins did conclude that grandiosity and entitlement could be hereditary, but they existed independently from each other in the twins. How do you deal with a narcissist? Firstly, should you tell someone they are a narcissist if you believe they are one? I guess this depends on the relationship you have with them and whether you want them to own this and change their ways. Remember that a narcissist could also turn even nastier to empower themselves if they believe you have figured them out. But calling them out, them knowing that you know, could also lead them to search out a new supply and leave you to it. If you have to continue the relationship with them in some way, shape or form, it may just be best that you know and let them believe that they still have the control, but changing how you allow them to affect you and how you are towards them. One way of doing this is to grey rock them. So what's grey rocking? This is a technique that helps stop a narcissist from continuing to attempt to draw you into their spiral of games. Is about you stopping playing the role that he need you to play in order to get their needs met. You need to make it like they are getting blood from a stone, to coin the famous phrase. You are the stone and the blood is their supply. How do you grey rock? Well, there's a list. Keep dialogue to an absolute minimum, as an uninteresting and depersonalised as possible. Give short answers and ask closed questions if you have to ask them anything at all. Otherwise, just don't ask them anything. Stick to the facts on any subject. Uh, If you kind of have to work nearby them, then move away if it's physically possible. Don't interact when dropping your kids off or having them picked up and never ask for favours. 
Only ever discuss the kids with them. Don't deviate from that conversation. Never bring up the past in conversations. You don't want to be seen. You want to be as dull as a grey rock to them. So if appropriate, look at as plain as possible when you see them. Avoid them at family meetings or occasions as much as you can and keep conversations to a minimum. Keep it bland or even keep it boring. It is important to put yourself in a headspace where they can't disturb your thoughts and feelings. I mentioned that when we synchronise with each other, and this is generally a good thing, but not with a narcissist, when it is being used against you, then you can combat this. It is up to you to change the relationship dynamics with a narcissist and try to rebalance the relationship. Firstly, be aware of how you may be in a codependent type relationship. Um, I've had a couple of episodes of the podcast, so please do listen to this around codependency, including an interview with someone who was in this type of relationship and talked about their experiences and how they were able to change that. Work on your own self-worth so you can't be easily influenced. Set your own uncrossable boundaries. Be assertive and confident in your own space. Don't react to put-downs or even big-ups, as both will feed their manipulation tactics of you. Never think that they would treat your vulnerabilities with care or respect, no matter how interested they might be in them. And no matter how much you like to care for people and make them feel okay, remember they will just keep taking from you and make your life difficult, no matter how much you are giving to them. Keep and discover new interests that are just for you or that doesn't involve them. Be conscious and aware of how they try and get into your mind and of how you are feeling so that you recognise when you are being triggered by them. Never try to argue, explain or justify yourself or justify their behaviour either. Manage your expectations or as I like to say, Expect the expected. You know what's coming, so get yourself ready for it. Look at your past. You may have a predisposition to attracting or being attracted to a narcissistic type personality based on how your own upbringing experiences were, without you even realising it. Something about them draws you towards them and then they draw you in deeper and deeper. Learn how to self-regulate your emotions and how to self-soothe. Be self-compassionate. Please do remember that they will only change something if they see it as a problem and want to change it, which with narcissists we know is quite rare. But on that, can they change? Well, if they have narcissistic tendencies or traits, then studies suggest that these are likely to lessen naturally as they get older. Different narcissistic traits will require different types of changing. Would you believe that a grandiose narcissist would benefit from spending time in nature as it helps them to be awed by something other than themselves? Whereas a vulnerable narcissist could benefit from deep meditation. Coaching, counselling and CBT are all talking therapy approaches that can help them to explore their deeper issues and then change their thoughts and behaviours. 
My previous point about being empathic and being drawn into their games is valid. But if you can show some compassion for a narcissist without being drawn in, then it has been shown to have some beneficial effects on them. That is why talking therapy of some kind can be useful. Showing compassion can help them to show more vulnerabilities and address the issues that cause them to be narcissistic in the first place. It can induce self-compassion and in turn create compassion towards others. Ultimately, however, a narcissist is a narcissist and are very unlikely to engage in change regardless of how you are with them if they don't want to or can go elsewhere to meet their supply needs. Hopefully these podcasts on the subject will enlighten you in your relationships with them and how you can assist others in their relationships with them too. The more we are equipped to manage our relationships with narcissists, the less we will be drawn into their mind games and who knows what will happen to them if all of their supply finally runs out. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.